Hey everybody and welcome to the Drafting Offers Podcast, the podcast where you get to vote for each episode's draft champ. We're realtors from Southern Ontario, but this is not another real estate podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, catch every episode on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us on social at the Drafting Offers Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brad Warner, Scott Morgan, and John Fielding. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Drafting Offers Podcast. John, Brad, Scott with you. How's it going there, gentlemen? Good, good. How are we good doing? Today, good today. Good today. Good today. It's a nice sunny day. Got the sun coming in on my face here. It's nice and warm in the drafting offer studios, all three of ours. Um, yeah, so what's what's going on? What's on the agenda for today? Cold out, cold outside, but we're going to go over an article that talks about the real estate market heating up. And I know we're not another real estate podcast, but we are realtors. So we're here to talk about it. Got to talk about what we know and what we know is real estate. But before we get to that, we have a big, I don't want to say announcement, but just another proud moment here. We want to announce our winner from last week. Team one, John's, John's new year, new me. Uh, He, he won, he's won two wheel of names in a row. And this podcast that just aired, the anti-Valentine's Day uh, was won by John, uh, and very handily. It was one <laughs> yeah. where I think Brad and I were laughed out of the out of the the drafting offers podcast studio uh, with with the results. So, congratulations to John. So you'll be noticing maybe when he edits this, we'll have a nice distinct number two for the crowns that will pop up there. And 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 it's well known uh, John is anti-holiday in general. So this just cements that he's anti-Halloween. He's anti. Christmas, and, and now he has to say about the Easter bunny. <laughs> oh, the Easter—that's yeah, a whole that's new ball game. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he was anti Thanksgiving. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Anti we'll pumpkin pie? I think turkey, turkey. Turkey. I think. Turkey. Yeah. Oh, I like the turkey. I like turkey and gravy. Not <laughs> a big pumpkin pie though. Yeah, but anyway. But congratulations, John. Good to All see. Right. Um, yeah. So what? I think it's like fourteen five two. Um, so yeah. No so one's counting. No one's counting. Because yeah, count, except for <laughs> no, the, the thing at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, right? except the counter. Yeah. So yeah, that's the that's the. We'll see what. Hey, we got uh, St. Patrick's Day. What's coming up? St. Patrick's Day, Easter. Those things are coming up too. So maybe we'll have something yeah. uh, something for that. But for now, um, is Ontario's real estate market set for a comeback? Yeah. Is it gone uh, away? Uh, I, is it coming I'm, back? What do we think? I'm happy we're able to discuss uh, this article because we're we've we've gotten off of the debunking of, of is are things happening, but it's interesting. We had a few months where we were talking about the market being stagnant or stale or slow. And the end of the summer, was it the summer? Was it the rates, rate increases that were having an effect? And I think we saw that for a few months, it was both. And now we're seeing in this article, Canada's housing market is set for a comeback. So a couple key points in this one was basically Talking about, uh, you can cut this part out, but it was basically discussing um, December and November being really slow, getting into Mm -hmm. the new year. Mm -hmm. Supply was picking up, demand was picking up, unit sales were picking up. But the one key piece there was that the prices were not going up. They had actually gone down and they were at their lowest point since June of last year. So what did you guys think of that article? I thought it was pretty accurate for what I'm seeing anyways, and for how active my phone is too. And, uh, you know, like you mentioned, November and December was definitely some of the slower times I've had in my career anyways. The last six weeks anyways has certainly not been that. And I think the article kind of outlines that. The one thing I think it mentioned a lot too is, you know, 
buyers get ready. And I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Do buyers need to get ready for a crazy market? They've been ready. I think everybody's, yeah. they've been ready for a long time. And I think that's the whole thing, right? I think that's this article is like, well, they've been ready right now. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do about that? Right? Is it, is it the, now can they move to another phase in the buying process or now is it sort of like they're, they're, kind of gearing things up a little bit or they they're seeing the prices maybe come down and thinking okay well now we can afford to get into the neighborhood that we want to get into so let's actually start looking i don't i don't know that there's a lot of real readiness to get <laughs> for, i don't know i don't even know how to word that but i'm not really sure that people are not ready i think people have been ready for a while yeah we talked about it last podcast it was that the even when things were slower there were showings it's just people were looking for a deal and it's almost like they were timing the market which is exactly what they were doing they didn't want to get in if rates were going to be continuing to go up and then now we're seeing that rates are set to go down and that conversation's happening so all these people are going now's the time even though for months we are telling buyers now's the time you're going to look back now's the time you're going to wish you got in if you didn't and it almost makes us seem a little greasy because we're we're salespeople. We have commission that comes off these sales, but I don't know. We I we've talked about this before where yeah. we we are trustworthy people and we're doing things for the the betterment of our clients. So um, well, that's just what it is. Like, like I know I've said this again, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I mean, a real estate transaction is a transaction between two individuals, right? You're not buying something from a store. So we're not just standing there selling and selling. We're buyers as well. We're representing buyers. And so we have to understand both sides of the market very, very well. And we have to work in our client's best interest. And uh, for sure. Well, in yeah. every market, there's someone that could benefit, whether it's sellers that are going to take advantage of great prices or whether the market's down and, and buyers can take advantage of pricing. With affordability, with the rates, it's not like the prices came down enough where things got crazy affordable. It's just, I think people that are going to get back in the market now are going, this is probably where the prices are going to be at their lowest. We're going to get back in kind of how it was before, before things get too out of hand. Mm -hmm. And then you're paying a higher mortgage and the rates haven't gone down enough where your payment that you would have gotten in November for the mortgage you get and the rate you have is going to be significantly higher because the mortgage is now higher and the rates are still relatively high. So affordability is just going to probably be getting out of hand. So people should get in if they're if they're on that cusp of, of the borderline of, of affordability. Prices don't, will go up, though. I mean, as the yeah. demand as the demand increases and I, and I don't want to sort of. I don't want to, to, for our seller clients that we're currently working with now, um, I don't want the sellers to think that this is the worst time to sell your house. Like, I don't want them to think we should wait then. If you're saying the prices are down, we should wait. Well, no, it's not that we should wait. It's that the demand is still up here. And if the demand is up here, the supply maybe is still down here and prices are going to have to come up to meet that, right? So I think everybody will, I think everybody will benefit. Right. I don't think it's just a buyer's or a seller's thing. I think everybody will benefit because it'll match, right? Everything has to match. There's a buyer and a seller in every transaction. So it, it depends on the situation too. If you're just looking to sell off some rental properties, mm -hmm. it might be more about timing than it would be if you're looking to buy and sell. Because I had people last year that kind of put things on hold when they were looking to do the move up because where they're going is the most important part of the equation. So if they're having to sell first and they maybe don't have the length of time to find the perfect place, they're looking to buy first. And there was no guarantee of how long a house would take to sell or what kind of when the bottom bottoming out of pricing was going to happen. So it was a little more risky to do it that way, where there might be more ease of mind for those people that are looking to do that, knowing the market will be good for their home. And if they can get into 
what they're looking for, as long as they have a longer closing, they can now go ahead with selling their property and have the ease of mind that it's it's going to move for at mm-hmm. least a relatively good price. So luckily we can monitor, you know, the activity out there and know, you know, how competitive competitive it is going to be in each price range and how many buyers are coming and going from houses and we have the ability to track these sort of things. So it's really good for us to share that with people obviously. I know I've mentioned it before, but one of the key things that I track is the showings because I think it really does indicate how hesitant are the buyers or how active are the buyers. And I can tell you right now in the last three weeks, we've had just as many showings as we had all of January. We're almost exactly where we were throughout the entire month of January for showings in my region anyways, which obviously is showing that there's buyers out there and they're active and they're more and more active every single month because I think I mentioned before, January was much, much more active than December. And we're just seeing a week over week, more people looking at houses. And it's not like we're getting a big increase in listings. The supply has not been increasing, especially in my area, the supply has not been increasing, especially for quality listings. And we're, we're still seeing buyer activity up and up and up every single week. Yeah. We're also, are we seeing different now? I know we've talked about this, like two weeks ago, we talked about different price categories and different price ranges of houses and the type of selling, uh, the the type of um, strategy that, that us as realtors will use along with our seller clients to try to get the best price for their house. Are we seeing a difference now? Like I know that we were talking about a certain price category. We were seeing multiple offers in a different price category. Maybe we weren't seeing multiple offers, which is pretty common throughout the year. But I think we were talking about certain price categories. And I'm just saying that's because I know that some of us have been in multiple offer situations recently with as many as, you know, 10, 12, 15, 20, 29, 30 offers like I wouldn't say necessarily that there's a difference in product class so like I'm monitoring a market for a listing coming out uh next week mid next week and it's in around the one five range which you're I'm not seeing anything delaying offers at that price point but I was out for showings we looked at three different similar places that are kind of that second property so you're moving on from your townhouse or your linked home into a bigger home Um, and, and a lot of the times I was having to like wiggle my way into showings because a lot of them were booked up where uh, for those that don't know, a lot of the time since COVID, um, they don't allow overlapping showings. So you can kind of see where other people are going through. And there were, I was pretty surprised to see how limited space there was over the weekend for a few of these homes. Mm -hmm. And as you said about number of offers, one of these places was a complete fixer upper, had a ton of square footage and a big lot. But and was listed aggressively low. But on family day, there was 34 offers that went in on this place. And it ended up going for a price that was almost comparable to uh, a place that was renovated in the same size, same neighborhood. So that play worked. So it's it's once you start seeing that happen, it's almost like the bottom of the market might then translate up. If you're um, if the, the people are getting into the market, those people are moving up. You're having more buyers for the larger products, but I don't see that happening in the higher mm-hmm. end homes just yet. We also had a we had a thing about uh, we talked about inflation too, and then the rate of inflation just came out, and it was something like two point nine, um, and uh, that's hit like I would say historically low, but it's low compared to what we've been seeing in the seven and the five range. You know, yeah. so is inflation kind of part of that? Is that a factor as well in some of this? I think interest I think rates that probably inflation number is the yeah. number that the Bank of Canada has been looking at uh, for getting down to the number two for inflation. So, if anything, it might just show that it's creeping closer and closer. And as close 
to a, two as possible or around two is probably when the rates are going to start to go down. So mm-hmm. that might just be that next signal that what they're saying is true, that rates are, are done going up and we're getting closer and inching towards the rates going down, which is going to get people back into the mm-hmm. market. Yeah. The one thing that I hear people debating about the rates anyways, is when it goes down, not really if it's yeah, going to yeah. go down. I think everyone unanimously thinks that the next one is going to be another rate hold, but is it going to be June that the rates go down? Is it going to be later? Is it going to be earlier? It's almost like playing the game, right? But we also know that the bond yields went down just, I think it was just yesterday. So mm-hmm. the five-year fixed mortgages are lower than they have been in a really long time. And most people that I'm working with anyways are looking for that five-year fix. They're not looking for the variable rate as much. So the Bank of Canada doesn't have as much of an effect on that in the immediate future. Um, But with the bond yields going down, it's certainly a more favorable time. So that's an interesting question. So your buyers, Brad, what are you, are you talking with them about what they're getting into and what like for rates, are they getting into variable yet? Or you're saying five-year fix is what they're going for. I find it so rare that I have any buyers that typically go on to variable rates unless they're investors and it's not their primary um, house. But most buyers that I've ever worked with throughout my entire career have almost always locked into mortgages, whether they're two, two, three, or five years, um, they're almost always on fixed rates. And I think people like to know what their budget is month over month. I'm just mm-hmm. wondering if the variable play will start coming back now, though, if it's known that it's going to go down a few times, like, and, and usually the variable rate is lower than your fixed rate. So mm-hmm. why would you not ride the roller coaster down and then you can lock in at any time, really? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be the thought process for a lot of people. I just don't see it. I don't know about you guys, but... I just don't typically work with buyers that typically do that very often. I, I, I tend to be with like working with people sort of similar that are just kind of like, you know, not really risk averse, more just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, let's let's just work with the the cards that we have on the table right now and not kind of gamble a little bit. So because um, I mean, real estate market, real estate in general can be a bit of a gamble um, in terms of just the property and not just the and not just the rate or the way that you're going to pay for it. So so there's already one big gamble in the equation when it comes to the property itself. And then another big gamble is the rate. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think a lot of us and, and myself included tend to work with people who are a little bit less risk averse or a little bit more risk averse along those lines is at least in my area. And I can't speak to Durham region as much. I know it's more competitive there now than it was before too. But if you're a buyer out there who is wanting to do the home inspection, wanting to do the 10 days, five days finance, whatever um, you, you can get on an offer. This is the time to go out there and buy because most likely in the future, in the next six months, those home inspections won't be there anymore. Um, your finance time is going to be much smaller. Any other conditions you want to get on, so rural properties around here, a well and septic inspection, those sort of things come off the table when there's a lot of competition, mm-hmm. and we're already starting to see that. Like I had an offer on one of the properties I had listed this weekend, firm offer, no conditions, and you're going to start going up against people that come in firm offer, no conditions. And if you're if you're that buyer that wants those conditions, I truly believe that this is the time right now to get into the market to go out there and buy, because in my area, anyways, you can still get those conditions. 
the condition of sale, that big SPP, SBP, whatever people call it, that's a really big condition. That's yeah. probably already off the table. Yeah. It's on the table in the higher markets of the the higher price stuff in my area. You can still work with that sort of thing, but there's always the escape clause on it. But it's few and far between in the lower range where you know, six months ago, you could get on a $500,000 purchase and you needed to sell your condo, you were getting that condition of sale, but that's already off the already off the table. So if that's off the table, the future is the home inspections are going to come off too. 34 offers, you're not getting a condition. No. You're just hoping that they take your offer and saying, what what can we do here? It, it, it's still out there. I think we hit the nail on the head at the end of last year saying like now's the time for for getting those conditions the, the condition of sale of your property actually crept in our market at more than you'd think uh that's gone like that the only way you're getting conditions right now is being strategic with which properties you're looking at so if you're finding something that was maybe priced higher and it's been sitting that's one where you can maybe get in there and have that condition where you're negotiating if mm -hmm. you're seeing people coming out now, and again, we talk about price category, but that entry level home, it's priced a little bit lower to get people through the doors. They're getting a million showings. It's just, that's not the, pro the property you should be targeting. But there, mm -hmm. are, there are cases out there where you can find something to get those conditions. And if that's what you're looking for, so you're right, Brad, it's still, still there, but for how long it'll... It really comes down to what kind of supply we get, because if, if rates start to go down, this demand's here, we're in for another run. And if this trend that we've had the last two months continues, we went from 40 days on the market on average for Hastings County to the last three weeks has been 20 days on the market. So that's cut in half of the amount of time that the average listing's on the market. If that happens again and then again, there's no way you're going to be getting any of those conditions. It's so important right now that you're working with a good realtor that knows your market that gets you out there right away because you don't want to be working with that realtor who a new listing comes out on Tuesday and you're not getting through until the weekend. It's more important than ever right now, especially in my area where we're not withholding offers for a, a week. They're usually 24 hour irrevocable or 48 hour irrevocable. Mm -hmm. You want to be in there right away. You need to work with a realtor that knows, okay, it's time to get in here yeah. Wednesday night, Thursday afternoon, or whatever, but you need to get in there right away. John, you got to clip that one. Cause that is, that is like go on the top of, of Brad's Instagram. Just letting people know <laughs> PSA announcement. That's right yeah, right. So exactly. True. Get yourself a realtor that gets you in there right away. Somebody who can body check the other ones out the door. Well, well it's just it so important. It's so important to know the market, know yeah. what's going yeah. on. Well, and be <laughs> active sure. now, because if you have someone who hasn't done anything this year, hasn't been keeping an eye on things, and they're still thinking it's the same as as the end of last year, times have changed. You're you're yeah. in for it. Any final thoughts before we move on? Well, <laughs> let's not bury the lead. This draft will be dream. Garage features. I live in Dream suburbia. Our, our garages are filled with kid stuff. So this will be one where I'm at a bit of a disadvantage. Uh, you're at a disadvantage. I don't even have a garage. All right. Yeah, but you're you're a, you're a former <laughs> former car salesman, so you you know about you know about what is needed in those garages. And Brad has a nice detached one at home. So <laughs> garage life out there is big. I, I believe you drafted a garage thing for Dream Home Features um, very early. So. I'm interested to see what comes of it, but my, my list is very thin and I'm not predicting that there will be a W coming from. Are we in on detached garage or attached garage? What do you guys prefer? 
I'd like a detached garage. And I'm yeah. just, I'm saying that for just because, well, you'll see why I'm going to say it because it'll be reflective in my list. I'm not going to give anything away, but uh, I, I would like a detached garage. I like attached because yeah. in the winter, I don't want to bring garbage and recycling outside. I want to just mm -hmm. walk through the door. If there was like a wing that maybe encompasses your laundry room or bathroom or something, and then that takes you to the garage, that's better. But yeah. Yeah. I still I think that's like, attached. I still think that would be attached. Well, hundred percent. I just mean like not where you're based. Like there's there's some in our community where you come through the garage and it opens into like the kitchen or a, right. like an open hallway that's open to everything instead of having mm -hmm. like a laundry room or mud room or something. I I'm not I I have only owned a house with a detached garage, so I. I do envy that, you know, you could park your car in there and get in your car and you don't even have to go outside. Whereas I'd have to, I have to walk to my car out in the snow, regardless whether I put my car in the garage or not. Mm -hmm. But it is nice kind of being away from the house too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah make, you know? make a noise. So do you park in your garage, Brad? No, I don't. No. Is it filled with kid stuff and tools? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Kid stuff and yeah all the lawn tools and all the uh, crap how far away how far is the walk from your front door to your garage <laughs> 10, steps. 10 steps so you know that you can get, <laughs> like it's an eternity to get there you know what you can get you can buy these mat you know these heated mats you can get these heated mats that like that plug in and basically kind of like replicate the like a heated driveway but they're these utility mats and they roll up and they've got little coils in them and you plug them in and they heat up and you don't have any snow so from your front door to your garage door every day you just line them you if you're just expecting snow overnight you just roll them out and that's it you don't have any snow to shovel you get in the car and you're good to go not a bad idea i mean not gonna not gonna do it they just be out there 100 percent of the time I'd i think that i think that's in. the key i think that's the you just leave them there and you make yeah. sure that they're kind of turned on but anyway all right wheel of names where are you i was gonna say Let's get this going i was gonna say we're down to the best part of the podcast here wheel of names i don't know if you've noticed but they've gotten even smaller we've added more options. <laughs> yeah <laughs> except for the greer the scott morgan one seemed to keep getting bigger Oh, Brad is... will be choosing the order. Okay, I'll go first. John can go second. Scott can go third. It's I'm going with my heart. I'm going with my heart. You clearly have a 1-1 one, one that you want. Yeah, I'm going to go with my heart. And the first pick for the Dream Garage draft is going to be a golf simulator. <laughs> yeah. That's where my heart lies. That's my okay. dream. Yeah, one day my dream is yeah. to have that indoor golf simulator in I the garage. Do that. That's yeah. where you'd really want the detached garage because you can make all the noise you want. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a, it, it's a good pick in my mind. Um, John, what do you think? Where would that, was that even on your list? No. No, I just always thought a golf simulator was like a basement thing. You're really wanting not to have a bedroom over top. Like if you get a good peak ceiling in there, then um, you get mm -hmm. more, more swing room. But yeah, I yeah, I like that pick. It's, My garage can handle a simulator for what it's worth. It's just a dream. Okay. It's down way down the road. Okay. Should we, should we throw a little PSA out to Kristen just saying... Maybe there's a little birthday idea with that. Five the prices have to be coming down on these simulators. I feel like uh, I feel like they're they're advancing quickly on these simulators, and the price has got to come down eventually. I saw. Did I send you guys one? You can get at Costco, like a fully done, like maybe ten grand or something like that, which is a lot of money. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; it's a lot of money. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> that, to have your own golf simulator with a projector and a screen and everything. You know, that's like okay, that's a ten thousand dollar toy. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's a ten thousand dollar invest investment, which is hard investment, to, to investment to, into your into your life. Right? I don't know yeah. if it's an investment. 
Yeah. Making um, the tour. So now are you using that golf sim in the summer or when it's warm out still? Probably. All the time? I would think that I think if I had one, I would use it year round. Yeah, and I think I would use it. Door. People will probably like, oh, you put it up and you won't. Use. No, I'm telling you, I'm going to use it all the time. All right. There you go. Kristen, well, you heard it here. He's going to use it. So my, my pick is going to be something that I would absolutely use every single day, um, regardless of weather and regardless of its location and size. But it's a beer fridge. Can't go with I can't fridge. have a dream garage without a fridge. Maybe not yeah. just a, for beer, but like a fridge, a refrigerator for stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and it would probably be full of, uh, adult beverages. So that's just what I'm going to say. Big fridge for your, for your bevies. Now are yeah. you doing like, yeah. uh, like I, I, I picture a beer fridge in the garage just being like the old fridge that you used to have. It's usually a white one. Um, like, are you going that or you want like a nice, it's going to be nice. And it's going to be built into the rest of the things that are on my list here. So, Hey, I got okay. a whole, okay. I got a okay. whole dream. I, yeah, it's like, I've fridge. got a whole vision, um, but it would fridge. be just, yeah, I mean a fridge, not, not like an old dirty fridge but i mean like a nice good fridge for for stuff i like it um Mm -hmm. okay so i'm gonna go a different direction it's very broad but if you're gonna be in this dream garage we live in canada where it's cold um and in the summer times it can get pretty crispy so if i'm gonna be there all the time i want like heating and air conditioning in there i want Mm -hmm. that to not just be super hot or super cold so hvac i'll say hvac yeah that's definitely a key component to uh to a dream garage Okay, our lists are very different. Be- <laughs> are you regretting the golf sim first overall, or are you? No, 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 no. I'll never regret that. I don't care um, if I lose this draft, and you you can have heating and air conditioning. Okay. Um, well, the reason I would want heating and air conditioning is because what uh, you took the golf simulator, but in the, my real dream garage, it would be heated and cooled. There'd be the golf simulator, and right beside would be that sort of the man cave lounge area. So you got the, the couch and, and the, the, the bar, like you have a mm-hmm. bar there so you can invite the buddies over, you can hit the Sims and you can yeah. watch the game. So I'm your say, second pick. so what, so yeah, what is it? It was a uh, man, man cave or. Oh, well, I don't know. Cause then he went with the bar too. And now I'm all confused. Right. Are you talking mm-hmm. about like the, the taps, like the beer on the taps bar kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. All like right. He, it, yeah. So I'll just say, I'll say okay. bar. Okay. And then with my the picture, my picture on it will encompass the, the vibe I'm going for, but yeah. Okay. Like you want, you want, it goes hand in hand with that, the golf simulator. You need the place to sit and you need to have like a, yeah, you're probably going to have a little bar fridge in there, but that's okay. where you're hanging out. So okay. you're, you're, you're not too hot. You're not too cold. And you're, you're sinking some pints. My second pick is a little different. Um, probably more car related than, than, than most, but it's going to be like, this is a very specific to a cars, but it's a hoist. It's a car elevator, okay? mm-hmm. car elevator. So you can slide a car in underneath. So that means you got to have a little bit of ceiling space, but, um, but it's basically like, I like to be able to work on cars. I like to be able to see what's going on underneath. I had an issue come up the other day, actually, where one of my heat shields, uh, fell, the screws came loose over time and it fell and it was actually sitting on top of the drive shaft, which goes, cause I have a four wheel drive. It goes from the front to the back. And so there's a drive shaft. And every time I slowed down, it would go, gung, 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 and it was just rapid battling and and so i would like to have been able to do that myself i had to take it to a mechanic but i will say though that precision auto and ajax neil you guys are fantastic absolutely fantastic got it done in record love, time um, <laughs> but uh, thanks neil. Uh, but if i if i had a hoist i could have done that myself and so that's kind of what i would do is a, is a car elevator hoist um type of thing all right not something not something that would be on my list well i understand it but i'm not a, that big of a car guy the one thing i would like in my garage is a kitchen 
in the garage. I want to have a, a stove. I want to have everything, uh, the fridge, obviously, the big countertop. I want to be able to make food in my garage so I don't have to go inside and do it when I'm okay. having people over in the at the simulator. <laughs> okay, okay. So you want the whole thing. You want like, <laughs> I wouldn't, like a I wouldn't full be, I wouldn't, wasn't sort of outdoor list, kitchen but, um, in your garage. Yeah. You hear you hear about these new builds having a second. Uh, you hear about these new builds having a second kitchen that yeah. so people don't use their yeah. first kitchen. First pick of the third round goes to Brad after choosing uh, garage kitchen, which is awesome. By the way, imagine making like pizza in that kitchen and having it. Anyways, uh, the next thing I'm going to take is a workshop area, which I know is pretty generic in its the sense. I guess for me. I already have something similar to this, but I like to restore golf clubs. So I, I want like a golf club rebuilding station, like a more hardcore one than I currently have. Yeah. So you want like a good workbench and like the storage and tools and like just a shop. Like you want like a good oh, workshop. I area. want a little shop. You know what I really, I really want like a sandblaster. And one of our friends has one where he restores golf clubs as well. And he has like the sandblaster, like you put your hands in there and do it. I would love to have that in my workshop, but I mean, that's a dream. It's a dream. Oh, hey, this is the dream garage draft. Yeah. So yeah. That is a dream. A little bit of a niche thing to be just fixing golf clubs, but that's why I won't. I'm going with the workshop area. Yeah. yeah. I like sure. Yeah. yeah. To, to bring as much into it as possible. Just like yeah. a bar. So, yeah. All right. All right, John. Third round, um, second pick. It's going to be the big red snap-on toolbox. Um, you can't have a garage. It's, it kind of goes along with the workshop area, but it's not. Yeah. It's more of a physical thing. It's a piece of equipment. It doesn't have to be red, but, you know, the big snap-on toolbox. Multi-levels, lots of drawers. Things the the whole, yeah. Mine's red. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the red. I don't, I'm not a big fan of red lots of things, but, you know, I think if it was a toolbox, I'd go with the big red snap-on toolbox. So that's going to be have my to. pick. That's a garage. You just, you, you open up the garage and you got that big red toolbox and it's like, yeah, yeah, you can be, I can be trusted to work on my friend's cars because I got the toolbox to show for it. Like that's that mentality that I always have, right? Like you got to play the part, fake it till you make it. You got to play the part, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So give me that toolbox, even if it's full of like snacks and whatever, it's still still a toolbox. (laughs) Yeah, mine, mine, I have a big red one like that. And it, you would think that I'd like work on cars and be full of wrenches and everything. It's not, it's full of like golf grips. Perfect. Though. And like, golf related stuff. That's the best thing about a toolbox. A couple of sandwiches. Yeah. You could do, yeah. yeah, you could put whatever you want in the toolbox. That's <laughs> fine. Right. Yeah. Whatever John you consider has, to be a tool, right? John I think I have a beer in one box. of them, actually. <laughs> Just one. Warm, eh? um, you need my beer fridge for that. Um, yeah. yeah. So toolbox off the board, red toolbox, snap on. Um, I'm going to go a little, little different. Uh, It's not necessarily something that is in your garage, but you want more garage space. So you want a three car garage would be Mm. in my dream garage or would be my dream garage. Okay. I guess. Are you going to put two cars and then stuff or you want like a place for all three of your cars? It's a great question, John. Options are endless because you got three spots. This is a weird. This is a weird pick. This is a weird pick. I'm not gonna lie. So why? Why? Dream garage. Yeah, but I mean, if you ask the question, like my dream garage would blank 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 blank, or like my dream garage would be or would have would be a three car garage. Would be a three car garage. Okay. All right, my next pick, I'll take four car garage then. <laughs> there you go. Good. I was gonna do three plus garage, but uh, I thought you would get angry about that. 
Brad, because we're, <laughs> we're getting a little dicey over there. I thought we were talking about stuff in the garage, you know? Whatever. It is well, what it is. Yeah. I can fit more stuff in my three-car yeah. garage. So. <laughs> stuff in the garage. Um, okay. First pick of the fourth round, one. I'm going to uh-huh. take uh, full gym because it's heated and cooled. I have a bar that I can put water or beer in, and I have a lot of space because there's three-car garage. Uh, I want to put my gym in there so it's not <laughs> in my basement or in a room in my house. Yeah, as long as you've got, hey, if you've got the heat and you've got the AC and you've got a little, like chill spot i mean hey that's your you got your gym i think we've kind of danced around this one but nobody's really said it um so i'm going to take tv it's like a big tv on the wall just yeah like that for everything you know just you got your you got to have some entertainment when you're out there hanging with the fellas or the ladies or the family or whoever put a big tv on the wall and just kind of take it from there watch a hockey game in your garage at your beer station while maybe while you're playing golf but yeah yeah, playing i like it gripping a club or Or maybe changing my oil (laughs) <laughs> I like it. I know I, I had TV on my list for sure. Yeah, nice. I encompass that in my bar, but I, I you yeah. have like you have a TV in your garage. It's gonna you need it. Yeah. Sure. You need it. So Brad, you're okay. gonna you're gonna finish off round four and then you're gonna start off round five here. I did have two picks. I now have another pick I'm gonna add to it. So I'm actually gonna go with a, a four car garage. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess if I had a dream garage, it would be four cars. Four car, four four bays big. Four bays, yes, yeah, that's it. I, four hey, bay garage. Let's put bay in there. Four bay. Four, four bay. You want four simulators in there, eh? Just- <laughs> four bay garage. Give me lots of room to do anything that I want. Yeah, seems a little excessive. Like three should be fine. It's kind of the perfect number, but if you not in a dream, those- in a dream scenario, four would be even better. I really, seen- old, I think John knows what to do with his last pick now. <laughs> like I don't, he's not going to do it. He's not going to well, do it. <laughs> I challenge, I challenged him to do it. I don't think he will though. Have you seen these houses? We've seen a couple. There's not too many around here, but like there's been a couple houses where you've got a an attached garage and a detached garage. You've seen one of those things. Yeah. Where you've got like your that. like the one there's like one bay like one garage door attached to the house so you can park in there and walk right into the house and then you can have the the other garage kind of maybe down the driveway a little bit or off to the side that has all of the rest of your stuff in there and so you've got an attached garage and a detached garage for everything and so that's not my pick so john's just, pick's gonna be another garage <laughs> garage is actually two garages yeah separate one just give me two. Oh, man. All right, okay man. all right i'm gonna go i'm between yeah. two here but i'm gonna go with surround sound music I, I just want good big speakers all throughout the garage i want to sure. be able to bump the music built in that in thing speakers yeah, uh, yeah sure yeah surround built sound. sound built in sound system something like built that. in yeah. sound system yeah. yeah i want an elite sound system in that garage that was right after uh, TV on my list. That's a good thing too, right? I mean, you've got the sound. Hey, you can't you can't just have one TV and then just like the TV speaker, or, you know, nothing. You've got I to have I music think to get you. It's more of a priority than the TV, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you're frying up grilled cheese in your kitchen, you need to have something to listen to, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good. That's a good one. Uh, it's debatable. It depends what you're doing for the music or the TV. Like if you're in there working on something, music works, but the you're watching the game if you're on the simulator you might want the game going you might want the music going it's just yeah it's, they're hand in hand but that's a good pick i, I can't believe that slipped to the fifth round here I, I'm, yeah, that was high on my list yeah. but i have one other really good one so well let's see if i take this one i don't know i i have so John, you know what to do here list. John, you know so many more on my list. It might be yeah, five car garage. Yeah, um, my five cars. <laughs> my my ah man, I might need a five car garage if I'm going to put a pool table in it though. So I'm saying pool table. Pool table. Oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I like that. 
Yeah. I, I feel like that's bringing the basement out to the garage a little bit. Kind of, yeah, kind of. It's, uh, it's a little Doug Heffernan, King of Queens vibes yeah. with the pool yeah. table and all this stuff, the TV and just like the chill spot. Still room for cars and everything. So I kind of, yeah, I'm sort of thinking kind of going that way. But definitely, uh, yeah, I'd say the pool table. Now, we, you got to have Scott's heat and air conditioning to, you know, to actually have a pool table because otherwise yeah. you're just not going to want to go in there and you're going to crack balls if it's if it's that cold yeah um, that hvac's looking a whole lot better now you guys <laughs> yeah, right yeah um, i'm having a hard time here i'm between like three taking a sauna cold plunge sauna and trendy. a cold plunge trendy. yeah that is a little trendy yeah i, I don't trendy. can you take both can you take both are they hand in hand thing? Well, the company that I have the bought my cold plunge from sells the saunas too. Same but did it come plunge. together? Did it come in a package? It, it can come as a package together, <laughs> like Neuro a hot tub swim spa is all one yeah. big thing. Or like <laughs> our like someone, uh, one of our friends that used to work at our office, uh, they just opened uh, this kind of business where you can do both. So I'm taking. In five years from now, is cold plunge still going to be what it is today? Definitely there's going to be some a, new thing. Fad. I think there's going to be people that are lifers, but I don't think. Yeah. It's like your own personal polar bear dip. And they've been yeah. doing that for a long time. People have been jumping into the cold lake, especially here, Southern Ontario in the winter. They mm -hmm. jump in and you come out and then you wrap yourself in that like space blanket and you're and you're good to go for a bit. Right. But uh, yeah. I think the cold plunge is kind of it's obviously there's some medical therapeutic benefits to it. But I kind of think the cold plunge is kind of like a private version of the polar bear dip. So I don't think it's really going to go anywhere anytime soon unless we figure out how to do it without the water and they do like a dry ice plunge or something or some kind of like, I don't know, some new thing that I don't even know about. Uh, maybe or, that's or the only way. Or the cost of these cold plunge units come down because it's almost as equivalent of buying like a not as high end hot tub and you get your basically your tin tub. Yeah. That's sure. crazy. The one, the one I have, like, I think it keeps cold in the summer for a couple of days, but it'd be nice if you didn't have to change the water out all the time. Where now if it's in your garage and you don't have heating or air conditioning on there, because it's so cold in there, it stays as cold as you need it without it mm -hmm. freezing. So um, just depends, I think, on the some technology, but... Okay. I don't know. Whatever Joe Rogan's doing in five, six years, that's what everyone will be doing. So that's where a lot of this cold plunge cultures come from. So. Yeah. So let's go over the teams here All before right. we hit the draft room floor. So team one, Brad, golf simulator, kitchen, workshop area, a four bay garage, built in sound system. John is team two, beer fridge, car elevator slash lift, red snap on toolbox, TV and pool table. A lot of hanging out is happening there. And team three, Scott it's a place is to be. Yeah, heating, air conditioning, HVAC, uh, a bar, three-car garage, which is much better than four, a full gym, and a sauna cold plunge. So what <laughs> what, what do we have that didn't get out there? Do you want me to start? Because I might go for a while here. We'll sure, see. you go. Yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to try to blast through this quickly, okay? So I'm going to say um, lots of cabinets, right? Obviously, you've got to have storage for all your stuff. So cabinets, cabinets everywhere. Um, you would have poured, a poured epoxy floor. So like, you know, your nice shiny floor where it's not just not just concrete it's very durable and reinforced and you know you can kind of clean oil and things off the floor very easily so epoxy um, an air compressor for all your air tools and everything like that car detailing or just air tools for for you know taking wheels off your car um, decor car themed decor gas station signs and coca-cola signs and beer signs and those kinds of things a dartboard right next to the pool table i was gonna go pool table or dartboard um i thought maybe i'd go the bigger impact and go pool table but the dartboard That's is also the on there choice. same mm -hmm. with the pinball machine um those kinds of things now, if you want to get super super fancy you can go with a car turntable so you drive in 
turn it around and then you can drive out. You don't have to back out of your garage ever. You could just drive in and drive out. I've seen um, a couple of those. There's a couple sweet. of those. That, yeah. yeah. Garage or a lot, like, is that in the fancy rich people's driveway? I've driveway or garage. Yeah, you know, okay. you can do them in both. If your garage is big enough, um, yeah. if your garage is kind of, you know, part of the house, uh, underground garages, those are the kinds of things where you see that turntable. Cause you go, you drive down underneath and then you've got not a lot of space. So you, you instead of backing up the garage ramp, you got to turn around. So mm-hmm. turntables underground tend to be the, uh, car detailing supplies. Um, you know, Scott mentioned this to access to the house, which is, which is nice. I mean, I, I like a detached garage, but access to the house is nice too, or just a coach house above your garage. So a couple of people I knew a few years ago had a garage, detached garage with a coach house above it, a little apartment. Mm-hmm. So it's its own little apartment with a bedroom, bathroom, um, and, um, access to the yard, maybe a drive-through garage, lots of diamond plate steel, uh, everything covered in diamond plate steel, you know, that, you know, the pattern diamond plate probably seen it mm-hmm. before, um, its own electrical panel, um, and uh, hand washing station sink and maybe its own bathroom. So that would You're be my dream garage. You're just putting an entire house and inside the, inside <laughs> that's the right. I know I was thinking about this. Well, we were talking about, when we were talking about our dream backyards a while ago, we basically, Brad's just like, I'm going to, or maybe Scott too, <laughs> you me, guys are yeah. just like, I'm going to bring the whole house outside yeah. into the backyard. Hey, me. this is my opportunity to bring my house into my garage, my non-existent <laughs> garage. My yeah. dream garage is a garage that exists. Yeah. I, don't have, I don't currently have a garage. So, um, so that's my, that's my drafting room floor. One chance. can dream though, John, one can dream. <laughs> um, you hit a lot of them. The only thing I would say, like, I, I like the, the coach house over top where I was going to even say like a loft space. So some people have their yeah. offices or like the, the, their gym, whatever up there. Yep. Yeah. So I did, I had second floor, uh, lofts. I had the dog wash station, which I almost went with. I saw a cool one recently. It's like access to the basement. So the stairs go into the laundry room, but also have stairs that go down. So if you were to have an accessory apartment, it would be another means of egress, but also this person had a golf simulator in the garage and then the bar was in the basement. So interesting. if you had your friends over, you could just easily go to the bathroom or get your drinks and stuff inside. So, okay. uh, but other than that, that's I a guy know. with full rain on his house right there. That's yeah. A, <laughs> the, the, he actually was the builder, like he had built it. So he right. was like, uh, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No kids are yeah. taking no over. Kids. That's probably the, <laughs> yeah. the only spot he had maybe, but, um, yeah, that was it. I didn't have a, a whole heck of a lot. Right. I had, uh, I had bathroom too. I thought that would be a good one to have in there. Um, I had heated floors. Wait, go back oh, to yeah. the washroom. Are we talking like urinal out in the open or are we talking like it's all? No, no, it's own little thing. There. It's own little thing. Maybe even a shower kind of thing. Yeah. yeah kind of um, like accessory apartment. But yeah, heat, heat, heated floors was the one I was really thinking about taking. And then the only other thing I had was like sports memorabilia to go up to make it more of a man cave, I guess. But I'd like to, yeah, you know. When uh, I pictured it, when I pictured what's on the walls, I think. That was sort of what I pictured as well, like a jersey, like a framed jersey or something hanging yeah. there, or a couple of mm-hmm. pennants or something like that. And yeah. then I thought, Masters well, it's a garage. Play. Maybe maybe yeah. leave that stuff for the for the inside. Maybe leave that stuff for the the, the room, the man cave or whatever, and uh, and go with the car themed stuff outside, um, which is kind of why I had that one on my list instead. But I, I do like the sports memorabilia spot for the garage because you know as long as your garage is locked and has a security system and cameras security cameras because if you're going to put memorabilia out there in the garage hey depending (laughs) on the neighborhood you live in you might be saying goodbye to it real quick but (laughs) you don't know if people might see that stop sign that you have on the wall and they want to come in and steal it i'm predicting right now this is going to be the closest draft yet because there's no team that stands out here as what were they thinking Um, yeah I, I'm 
I'm predicting a close one. Okay. Can keep keep a, his first ever back-to-back win process going. So. I think it's going to come down to me and John. I truly think that. <laughs> you think but, so? Uh, well, yeah. I think I crushed you with a four-car garage. Yeah, I crushed little, an entire seems, pick of yours. Seems a little excessive. I should have said three plus. I didn't want to cheat, though. And then you went and... I really wish this, this isn't John... MLS. You're not looking this up on your system right in three plus. <laughs> it's true. I'm, I really wish that John went full prices right mode there and just took the five car garage. I knew he wouldn't. One dollar, Bob. One dollar. I, yeah. I had I ran that scenario through my head. I knew he wouldn't do it. it it's, <laughs> this is like the bits when somebody says two thousand, next person yeah. says two thousand and one, and the next person goes two thousand and two, and everybody goes <laughs> oh yeah. So jerks. Anyways, we're off the rails right now. Thanks for listening. If you're still with us, uh, make sure to head on over to Instagram to vote and like subscribe so that you're, you're not missing any episodes because we're, we're loving what we're doing and would love your support. So thanks again. And good to see you guys. Thank you. Good to see you. Have a good one. Absolutely. We'll be back a couple of weeks. Stay tuned. You've been listening to the Drafting Offers Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Drafting Offers Podcast and vote for this week's draft champ. That's also how you can get directly in touch with us if you have any questions about this week's show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and catch every episode on Spotify. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we can't wait for you to join us again for another episode of the Drafting Offers Podcast.